Today on the program, we're back after a 15-year hiatus. Yeah, I don't believe it either. Paul Feig's Ghostbusters goes into production in Boston, and we get our first look. And we're talking San Diego Comic-Con 2015. Cryptozoic's got a new game that they're going to be talking about. And who the hell are these guys? Let's find out today in the CrossRip. Still playing with Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip, the biggest podcast since 1909. Felt great. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key master? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. Welcome back to the Interdimensional Cross Rip. That's right, after a 15-year hiatus. The last time I did this, I was in high school, so uh, you'll have to bear with me. Uh, This is kind of our soft opening with our first episode, kind of working out some of the kinks. Uh, But I'd like to introduce my co-host. You know him, you love him, from ProtonCharging.com. Chris Stewart. Hi, everybody. Does everybody love me? Is that a for sure thing? I do. I mean, that's that's for certain. Uh, well, that's all that matters. Uh, you know, Twitter Twitter is always uh, not a good gauge of who loves you and who doesn't. Because if that's the case, I don't think anybody loves me, and I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> but uh, but Chris, tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Where uh, where did you start in this this ghost head business? Uh, I'm sufficiently old enough that I. Saw- <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah, I just got so sleepy. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? Chimoka. Hello. Welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. This is me, Chris. Never to be confused with Troy. He's the one that sounds professional, and I'm the one that sounds like a Canadian goose with a sinus issue. Honk. Have we ever come up with a name for you listeners? Like Cross Rippers or something? If we did, I've forgotten it. Let's not use Cross Rippers. But we should think of something, because this is our, wait for it, 299th and a half episode! No, this is not the 300th episode. And there's a reason for it, because I'm going to make this... So slapdash, it barely measures up to our relatively high but very flexible standards of quality. Also, our 300th episode is on Wednesday, April 14th, dropping just a couple days after this episode drops. Depending on your preferences, you can tune in uh, there at 9 p.m. Pacific to watch the 300th episode live with us in the chat. Uh, And Troy. Troy and me in the chat. Come chat. Or you can tune in and watch it later, as we'll make sure to leave it up so everybody can see it. Or you can, well, uh, let's just say next week, the podcast feed uh things are going to be very busy as we'll be posting in various parts in full all the interviews that got edited for the video episode this seems a good time to tell you uh if you haven't taken a moment to tell troy how much you appreciate him do it now as is often the case uh i said hey it's almost our 300 we should do something and then troy does all the work so follow him online on twitter Ghostbusters HQ or go bookmark his website GhostbustersHQ.net or better yet go to the CrossRip store on Etsy uh, buy a t-shirt or a patch or a sticker or a pillow or something uh, and you'll get a cool thing in the mail in a couple weeks and the podcast uh, costs get upset a little bit and that's Troy's uh, <laughs> Troy's, Troy's uh, the accountant the editor the producer I'm just the talent and even that's in air quotes uh, seems a good time to tell you all. Uh, nope, I've hit that one already. 
Okay, so to recap, this is the 299.5th episode of the Interdimensional Cross Rip. The 300th will premiere on your YouTube channel April 14th, 2021. Afterwards, you'll be able to watch it not live and listen to all the interviews on the podcast feed. Uh, let's see what's on the list here. I have no idea what we should call you listeners. Suggestions welcome, and all hail Troy. I said hail him! Do it! Now! Now, just to pad things out a bit, this seems like a nice opportunity to welcome new listeners. Yes, this is a Ghostbusters podcast. We primarily talk about any Ghostbusters news uh, that's going on in the world, but we also interview the people behind Ghostbusters and some of the people in line for Ghostbusters. That was my clever way of saying Ghostbusters fans, but I don't know. It's a good line. It just doesn't make any sense. Anyways, we interview people who helped make Ghostbusters, make some of the stuff uh, associated with Ghostbusters, the merchandise, uh, the comics, the books, uh, and then fans like you. Uh, we're in the middle of building our own Eagle Moss Ecto-1. So in some episodes, uh, you can come watch us do that or listen to us do that. That seems weirder, but it's an option. Uh, we do episode commentaries for the movies and cartoons sometimes. Uh, generally you'll find us nattering away like nerds, like we are, and we'll wander all over, but Ghostbusters is the thread that holds it all together. Uh, but if you're really new and want to know who we are, well, I'm Chris Stewart, uh, an elderly Canadian game developer, uh, dad, and I started protoncharging.com way back around 1995-ish. Along the way, I was the first to review the first Ghostbusters DVD. Uh, I got the first confirmation from Ron Jeremy that, yup, that's him and Ghostbusters. Uh, I was able to interview Rick Moranis, which I still can't believe. And all in all, had a whale of a time uh, as a source of Ghostbusters news and stuff. And if that sounds impressive, well, there's Troy, a baby-faced American film and television producer, dad, uh, who started GhostbustersHQ.net back around the same time as my site. And he wrote a book on Ghostbusters. Not any old book, like one of the books on Ghostbusters. And that's just the tip of the CV young whippersnapper that he is. Uh, oh, and he started the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Cross Rip. Not sure why he invited me along, but in the last six years and 300 episodes, we've gotten to do even more cool stuff. And that's all thanks to listeners like you and the hard work that Troy put in. Hail him! Hail Troy! Editor of all! If you're new to the show, hopefully you're working your way back through the episodes. If you're not, if you went a few back and went, wait, well, this is all stuff everybody knows about now. I, I don't need to listen to this. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, who needs to listen to us uh, giddily speculate about movies and toys and books that are uh, out and sitting on your shelf now? But maybe head over to GhostbustersHQ.net and read down the episode synopsis. Oh, good. I've attracted the cat.
Uh, anyway, early on, for example, we got to talk to Rick Moranis and Michael C. Gross. Well, you know, again, to Ivan's credit, he knew that by having a character as broad as Lewis in that mix, it almost made the other stuff a little bit more believable. Here he's got a movie with ghosts and terror dogs and, and all hell breaking loose in New York City, and he needs it to be really believable. So there's a number of ways to do that. You, you, you make your, your main characters really earnest, really committed to doing what they're doing, like Danny, and even though Bill is like hipster, cynic, sort of kind of making, taking shots at the, at the whole thing, he, he's, he's playing it straight. It's happening. He is, he's, he's killing those ghosts with his, uh, with his uh, gun. And later on, we got to talk to Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd. Part of the problems today is that we see so much. We're so saturated by media of every right. kind. So we're see, we've got an entertainment overload. <laughs> you know, it's on our it's on our telephones and it's yeah. on our TV sets at home and our computers and in the movie screens. And so we're getting it in short snippets. I think we're less patient uh, because we're used to seeing things in five minute yeah. max downloads. So. Um, and particularly in comedy, that's very it's very reflective in in the in the comedy storytelling. We even once talked to this guy, whatever that was about. Man, this is weird being on the other end of this right now. Um, so yeah, well, straighten up and fly right. I know. I'm here. I go. Here I go. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. It. Uh, so what ended up happening was I had been talking with Eric at Ghost Corps about. Um, wanting to do one of those um like a visual dictionary kind of thing or 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 building building out like a world bible so to speak so that everybody had that reference tome that could sit on their shelf that was you know like oh what was that in that episode i'll just pull that off and oh there we go i can look it up right then and there almost like a that yeah that's been kind of a wish list thing for fans for quite some i think it was star wars St- yeah, Star did a Wars did them? a whole bunch. They did their a long time, Visual like guys, the guides yeah. to the the vehicles and and things like that. Um, and and Back to the Future. Rich uh, Hanley, I think his last name. He did one for Back to the Future. This visual compendium thing that is just it's ridiculous. It covers all the cartoons and the movies and the comics and the games. And, yeah. Um. So that was my pitch, and uh, and Eric kind of as he does, kind of like you know, stroked his chin, was like, hmm. Okay, let me get back to you on that. Um, and then uh, one of the publishing people at Sony had reached out to me, and and uh, she said, you know, we're working with Insight on this book. That's one of those Haynes guides for the for the Ectomobile, uh, and we want to put you up for it. Are you interested? I was like, oh my god, yes, of course, I, I would be interested. So, um, so they put me up for it and started sort of spitballing some ideas. And what became clear was that just the car just the first initial 1959 caddy from the original film wouldn't be enough to fill the entire book and i said well what if we make this like a like the guide that all of the franchises you know the franchise rights alone will make us rich beyond our wildest dreams what if when you become a franchisee this is your operations manual that you're handed you know uh that the corporate office sends out to you that's like Here's how you need to press your collars. Here's how you need to operate your proton packs. Here's how often you need to clean out your containment units, uh, with things of that nature. And they were kind of intrigued by that. And they were like, okay, yeah, let's do that. 
We actually talked to a lot of people now that I'm looking back through the archives, uh, from the voice of Egon, uh, Maurice LaMarche, uh, to Slimer from the Knees Up, Robin Shelby, uh, to Dapper Dan Shoning, the artist behind the, I'm sorry, I have to do that properly, Dapper Dan Shoning, the artist behind the IDW comic series, to Cinefix Magazine and making Ghostbusters author Don Shea, uh, to uh, Harold Ramis' daughter, Violet Ramis-Style, and to just, you know, so many people we talked to. We even had a lot of you listeners call in, and oh, every now and then, uh, usually, but not always, around Halloween and Xmas, Troy and I put down some mixtapes. They're not Ghostbusters, strictly speaking, but I listen to those things over and over. You should too. But after all this time, all these episodes, if I had to pick one episode that I'd recommend to people, it would have to be this one. Uh, Ghostbusters 2, the movie, makes far more sense if everybody involved is dead. That's his thesis statement. That's what he's he's throwing out to the universe that, you know, what Ghostbusters 2 doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but if everybody is dead, if everybody died at the end of the first movie, it makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Um, now, I don't want to throw him uh, to the wolves or anything like that, but it's as per his, this thing has been a fan theory for a while. It's not exactly his theory. And I did go looking, and sure enough, there was a couple articles online going back for three, four years. There's a couple, a couple of different times it got mentioned. And that's where I also found out that there's a fan theory Reddit where people mm. come up with their awesome, okay. crazy you know, theories about movies. Um, but the earlier ones posit the bare bones of the theory, which is why is everything... S- reset in the second movie why is everything a little weird in the second movie why does nobody believe them that there are ghosts when the first movie <laughs> happened things like that and yeah. and then it just said well yeah maybe they just all i mean think about it they went up they blew up and then they just kind of went to you know purgatory as heroes you know they they was it was it, the afterlife was just kind of yay we're heroes and then that's where they left it uh, in this article, to his credit, what he does is he expands on it quite sure. a bit. Yeah, and I thought that was really interesting. He does present a really good argument, um, but essentially what he says is picture that essentially all of the characters at the end of the film, because that explosion at the top of 55 Central Park West was such a huge, ridiculous <laughs> explosion that there's no way in hell that anybody could have survived. Uh, everybody died. All four of the Ghostbusters, Dana, Lewis, they're all dead. Um, and so what Ghostbusters 2 is, is a chance for all of them to find this sort of emotional, psychological, character-based redemption uh, while they sort of wander purgatory. And then at the end of the movie, they have all sort of come around full circle and they can move on to the afterlife. And he says it all makes a whole lot more sense if you look at it in that perspective. Okay, I'm not going to this, turn this into a clip show for all you longtime listeners. Uh, and those of you who haven't dug into the bins yet, I'm not going to spoil any surprises for you. Get digging. One more time, uh, you all are amazing. We can't thank you enough for letting us fill your ears with ghostbustery nonsense week after week. And with the new movie coming out, we're looking forward to sharing all the ghostbustery nonsense to come. See you this Wednesday on our YouTube channel. Search Ghostbusters Cross Rip. You'll find it. And if you're in the future and missed Wednesday but caught in repeats, give us a call. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, us, Ghostbusters, you name it. Ghostbusters! I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. 
We also have a Facebook page. Do. And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. Strawberry, red velvet. Blue velvet. <laughs> If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayWithToys.net. Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay? Has you or any member of your family ever been diagnosed with schizophrenic? Louder! My uncle thought he was saying you wrong. Next week, Careless Cats. Baskin Robbins 31 original flavors. Flavors 200. Today there's Jamocha. Back in the day, it was just plain this beverage. Christine? What is coffee? Right. You say, all hail Troy. All hail Crossrip and especially Troy. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm an actor. What? <laughs>